I love that you're saying that, Casey. I'm sheltering in place very, very near the beautiful, important, life-sustaining Hudson Valley. Oh, are you really? Oh, that's so wonderful. This is a place of healing for sure. Yeah, there's something about the, the, the landscape that's always been this way. Yeah, it has. It's heavenly, absolutely heavenly. Well, we're grateful you're here, and we are so grateful for this book, How to Be an Artist by Jerry Saltz. Jerry, I see this book as such a work of generosity because I know so many women and men, but mostly I work with women, who are artists, but they can't, but they're embarrassed by it. And you, you say, and don't be embarrassed, right? Well, we're all going to be embarrassed uh, by whatever we make. I am embarrassed right now saying the ridiculous things I'm going to end up saying. What I would say to all people is we have to be embarrassed. You can't not be embarrassed. And women especially, this is an extraordinary moment. For 50,000 years, 51% of the population was more or less told, eh, we're not interested in your stories. I sometimes think maybe men, when all of this passes, men, maybe they don't show show their work for about four years. They lay fallow, and maybe only women could show. I think art history would not fall apart. I don't think art would die. My guess is it would get a little better, and everybody would understand that these stories have never been heard before in art. And so I would say, don't be embarrassed. Get to work, all of us big babies. You have to get to work to make this happen. And of course we're going to make bad things. We have to get over thinking, well, I can't draw those flowers to look like flowers. Well, you're going to have to draw them to look the way you make them look. Right. The way Casey can't draw the flowers perfect, but Casey draws it in a very particular way. I may not like it, but every time I see Casey's flowers, I think, huh, uh, those flowers have got to be Casey's. Or you do a little dance, and you turn on your iPhone, and you record 30 seconds, and you put it on your Instagram, and somebody goes, but you turned like a duck. Well, the interesting thing about Casey is when she does a turn, she does look a little like a duck. <laughs> and that duckness is the beginning of finding our voice. But we have we have to get to work. Not ha- working is the easiest thing in the world. Ah, not working is the easiest thing in the world. And we have to push through our embarrassment to find our own voice. I love this. You really do. And I only want you to make work in your own voice. Don't worry about being as good as uh, Van Gogh. Van Gogh had no natural talent. He's completely self-taught. What he had was desire and courage. Inside of every work of art you've ever seen, every dance, every poem, every song, is embedded the value of courage, the essence of courage, because the person who made it, the people who made it, had to have manifested enough courage to do so. 
And that's all that we're being asked. Listen, Hudson Valley, viruses come, but viruses also go. Right now, art loves periods of intimacy and seclusion, of the hours alone, even at the kitchen table with the kids making a bloody mess, and somebody cooking in back of you, and medicine being mixed up around you. 99.9% of all the art ever made in this world was made in conditions like that. Creativity was with us in the caves. It's in every bone in our bodies. It's how we survived at all. And now we are being called upon by nature, again, in a sense, to adapt. Adapt in order to survive. And the definition of adaptation is creativity. The definition of adaptation is putting aside certainty, putting aside judgment, putting aside professional everything. All of that is temporarily for a year or so right now on the back burner. Right now, you are being called. Your children will be making something during this period that's going to go forward with them for the rest of their lives. Art may not be able to change the world, but art changes lives, and lives change world. When you go back home to seclusion, or when you're home listening now, all I want you to do is do those little things, those ideas you already had in your head, and begin understanding there are no wasted days. All of this is already deposited in you, and all you have to do in your horrible way is start putting it down into your work. That song you wanted to write, that little idiot poem about something you saw on television, for goodness sake. The iPhone in your pocket carries the history of the known universe within it. It is a tool for doing anything you want. If you want to take pictures during this period, take them. This is your time to feed the wild beasts that already live inside of you. And the book to order and have uh, be delivered to your home is How to Be an Artist. Jerry Saltz, I have to ask, what are you doing? What are you creating? Aside from sharing this with us, which is so heavenly, are you creating anything new during this time? I am writing as hard as I can. I'm trying to dance naked before the world as far as writing and putting it online on my Instagram, Jerry Saltz, or my Twitter, Jerry Saltz, and in New York Magazine. For me, now is the time to try to dig deep, frankly, and look at what is art, what are its essences, what does it do, what is it for? That's what I'm doing. That's just my natural inclination. So I'm trying to write about that because I can't go to my usual 20 or 30 exhibitions in New York City every week. The people listening to this in the beautiful, important Hudson Valley, their lives have temporarily been put on hold. Now is the time to take all that stuff that's already in you, those wishes, the demands, the desires, everything, 
and see what would happen if you start putting, embedding those in writing, drawing, photography, song, cooking, dance, a book, a short book. I don't care. Make a fridge magnet that <laughs> captures your imagination. Yeah, we will always remember this time and we'll have a lot of art to show for it. That is certain.